I've had people discover me through live stream and how, how people discover you through live stream is a number of ways. It Let's now go back to the live stream. So the mm -hmm. live stream is the first awareness part or are they aware and this is the nurturing part or can it be both? A little bit of both. So I've had people discover me through live stream and how, how people discover you through live stream is a number of ways. It could be from your viewers sharing your broadcast, right? Which best practice, ask people who are watching to share, ask your replay viewers to share. If they're on Instagram, they can tag your, your live in their stories. Um, they can share on LinkedIn, they can share on Periscope. And so that sharing piece helps to get your messaging out. You can also use, you know, hashtags on Facebook. If you want to, you can boost your video as an ad. That's completely up to you. But typically, uh, especially with Facebook, your, your videos can be organic content, right? So that's another, that's one option for building, getting people's awareness of you. I've had people say, you know, in my live stream, hey, this is my first time coming across you in your video. I'm, I'm interested. I'm intrigued, right? But then also, I do use live stream for nurturing, right? Like, I do use it to... Um, build trust. I do use it to build rapport. I do use it to educate on what I do and how I do it and why I'm good at what I do. And so think about it as, as a, in webinars, there's typically like a, you know, in the beginning, you're trying to build a relationship. You're trying to tell your story, get to know them. And then we're educating, right? Then we're busting myths to introduce the offer. And we do that same thing applies to live streams. Live streaming doesn't have to, um, only just be like one segment or it can only have one purpose live streaming can be used to build your brand build awareness build relationships and it can be used to close the sale how long are your live streams and do you do you say in advance like next friday this time it will be or it just pops up that's a great question. So um, in terms of do I pre-promote my live streams, I do if I'm doing a series. Most times these days, I don't, I just go live, right? I just kind of, whenever I have time and I have some content, I'm going to go live. However, I am this week going to be announcing my time just so people can tune in. And I always tell people who are new to live stream, do that. So if you are brand new to live streaming, you want to make sure you have a room, there's nothing wrong with pre-announcing the day before. Just, just do one day out. Anything more than that, people are going to forget, right? Because they're not registering for this. They're not getting an email for this. So one day out, typically if I'm going live at 12 p.m., um, I'll announce it maybe 7 p.m. the day before. I'll use the countdown the sticker thing in Instagram stories, but typically the day before. And then if you want, you can also send an email to your list and say, hey, join me in 20 minutes. We're going live. That also works. Uh, but once you build like a routine around it, you know, people will tune in, your audience will watch. So you don't have to worry about that being another work stream. In terms of the duration, I try to make sure my lives are about 20 minutes long. So just, just long enough to capture your attention, keep you engaged, but not so long that you get bored. And I actually, that's my rule of thumb from a book I read called Talk Like Ted. Um, it's available on Amazon. And it basically is a book that teaches you how to do every presentation and video as if it were a TED Talk. And it dissects some of the most watched TED Talks and gives you those strategies. And so one thing they said was try to not talk more than 18 to 20 minutes. So I try to stick with that. The only time I go longer than that is one, if I get a lot of questions at the end, then I, I don't really count the time I spend answering questions. That might be another five to 10 minutes. 
or if I am doing an actual training, which I don't do very often. But for example, when I hosted my live case study of how my quarter one results went, that was an hour long <laughs> broadcast because it was an actual deck. I had a full slide deck. I had my camera on in the corner. There were lots of questions. And so that was one of those things that felt like a webinar, but it didn't have the formality of a webinar, which I think makes people feel a little bit more comfortable as well because it's still Facebook, right? It's still LinkedIn. I watched it. I liked it. And I have to say it was done so well. The beginning, you had some nice music there and we were in this waiting room. <laughs> Super nice picture of you there. Then you came in, started easy, natural, informal, and then it went very fact-driven. You were visualizing everything when you yeah. were saying, okay, this is the breakdown, my services, my income, my costs. Then we were always seeing it with a nice pie chart. Yep. <laughs> you want to make your sales more repeatable and reliable? Do you want to have less volatility and more growth in your revenue per month? At Strategy Sprints, we do only one thing, strategy and sprints. Strategy means having more revenue through a better offer. And sprints means having more energy in your team every week. Check out if your ROI is as high as it is for most service-based and online businesses and startups we work with, which is over 100%. You can see it in just 15 minutes by going to strategysprints.com sales and completing our online exercise to know what your ROI would be with our accelerator program. We are ready to sprint. Are you? How, how did you do it technically for people who, who are thinking, how do I set it up? What do I need? Yeah. So for any visuals, you can use Canva. So you can actually use Canva. So for example, if you want to just be on screen and maybe have your name at the bottom with your call to action, you can use Canva. I just use Canva, the um, presentation to, to make that. Um, you can have your logos in the corner, things like that. So I made my graphics in Canva. And then the software that I use is called Restream. And so Restream is a software you can use from your desktop or computer, and you can have the option of uploading any visuals. Um, I actually use two software. So you can use Restream by itself, but I use Ecamm live with Restream. Ecamm Live, when I bought it years ago, it was a one-time fee. Now Ecamm is a subscription. But Ecamm is a software that you actually, well, it's only for Mac though. So if you're a Mac user, you can download it to your computer and then you can stream on Facebook, YouTube through Restream, and then they have a record only mode, which is what I actually use for a lot of training. So I was using Ecamm initially for just Facebook, but then when I found out about Restream, I connected it. And the reason why I did that is because Ecamm has more in-depth capabilities. For example, Ecamm has a feature called overlays. So with overlays, I can actually list out any graphics I want to show. So if I want to just have a picture in the right-hand corner, I can actually have all of those pre-uploaded, you know, 20 pictures and I can go through each one in order. They also have a function called scenes, right? So if I bet what I would do that for is, let's say I had three or four web pages I want to show, I could have those lined up in terms of scenes. So instead of me having to click through and you guys watching me fumble and type, I just have to hit one button and it instantly goes to the next thing. So I like Ecamm because you're able to pre-set up everything you want to show and you don't have to worry about it. So on the back end, all I really do is make my graphics, open up Ecamm, 
load everything in, and then I go live. Another thing I love about Ecamm is you can actually play pre-recorded -re pre videos on live stream through Ecamm. So that saved my life. One year ago, I actually decided to do on New Year's Eve a planathon for about five hours, but I had the flu. Luckily, I recorded all of the trainings beforehand. So how it went was every hour, a new training went live that was 20 minutes longer than they had 40 minutes to do the activity. Thankfully, I recorded all of those segments. So on New Year's Eve, when I had the flu, I didn't actually have to be live. I was able to stream all of those pre-recorded videos and I was just in the comments on my phone, you know, answering questions. Beautiful. So you had both elements, the knowledge and the live chat. Yeah. Beautiful. So if somebody wants to start, let's say, on a budget and not yet pay when just mm -hmm. testing waters, could they do it also just with their normal presentation, like a Google Slides or, or a PowerPoint? Yeah. So interestingly enough, when the, for that Q1K study, those pie charts and graphics were made in, in Google Drive. They were made in Google Slides, and I just embedded it into Canva just because I needed um, the brand colors. But yeah, so you can use Google Docs. I've actually, in my uh, private group, when people have questions that I felt were a little complex, I literally opened up Google Docs on live stream and typed it out, right? So you can use Google Slides, Google Sheets, whatever else. But in terms of like software, if you are on a budget, you don't have have to have software. It just depends on your preference. So obviously, if you want to start link, live stream on LinkedIn, you need software. But for YouTube, you can live stream directly from your computer for YouTube Live. For Facebook, they have the plugin. You can stream directly through Facebook from your desktop. So those are things you can do. And obviously, you still have your phone and you can stream through your through Facebook or Instagram. Um, one of the easiest softwares that I do think is pretty inexpensive is BeLive TV. And I recommend BeLive TV for beginners just because it's a really easy to navigate system. There's not a lot of buttons. There's not a lot of setup. So that's a really good one to use. And then once you've mastered that, you can graduate to StreamYard or Restream. And if you are a Mac user, you know Ecamm. Beautiful. We all know that working in sprints is better. But how do we know what we should work on? You're in luck because we have a 15-minute exercise that will give you complete clarity on where to take your project next. Go to strategysprints.com sales to complete our short exercise and meet one-on-one -on -one with an expert sprint coach to identify your number one bottleneck. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed that episode of The Strategy Show. Make sure to like this video below and subscribe so that you can stay up to date with every episode of The Strategy Show. Get daily CEO tips from CEOs for CEOs.